What's going on, best friends, and welcome to another episode of Best Friends Talk Funny, the only kind of funny community podcast all about the best friends that make up said community. I'm your host, Kyle Stevenson, a.k.a. Ninja 73 and on today's episode, we have the one and only Cam Koenig out in... D- Kansas City. I almost said it again. I, I did a couple of takes to this. I said DC every single time, but it's not DC. It's Kansas City. And Cam and I, we talk about um, him doing marching band in college, uh, what it's like uh, being a fan of ska music, and um, uh, more importantly, what Persona 4 Golden means to Cam. Um, which is a fantastic uh, a listen, and as well as getting into Cam's and fellow a kind of funny best friend Nathan at Two Headed Giant on Twitter, uh, their podcast, which is hilarious and it's perfect and it's such a great idea, um, which you're gonna have to listen to the episode to find out what it is. But before you do that, let's get into some quick housekeeping. Um, if you want to buy merch to support the show, you can go to teespring.com slash best-friends-talk-funny. That's teespring.com slash best-friends-talk-funny. Um, if you want to buy a shirt or a sticker or a mug with my colorful beard on it, um, feel free. Any money that I make from this will be going towards funding a brand new computer for myself so I can continue to do this show um if not your love and support means just as much even more than just buying something with my beard on it um you can do that by reviewing uh you can do that by uh rating it five stars you can do that most importantly by getting the word out making sure the best friends know that this show exists and that they should listen to it we have some amazing guests that we've had in these 31 episodes um, that uh, you can pick just one and just learn to know a best friend a bit better. Like I say, that's what it's all about. It's all about showcasing why this community is awesome, and it doesn't happen unless you help share and spread the word. Um, another little small little housekeeping thing. I think I said this on last week's episode. Maybe I didn't. Um, I have a cricket problem, y'all. <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. Um, so you might hear some crickets in the background. I'm tr- I tried real hard to get them out of this. I tried real hard, but they're relentless. Uh, this is week two, and um, I, I, I see before I started this, I was like, I'm not going to tell them the actual number of crickets I found or, or I caught in, in the cricket traps. Um, but it's just astounding, so I'm going to tell you. I've caught 70-something crickets uh already uh in the two weeks and there's not stopping um part of that is because i live in an open area where there's a nursery next door there's a lot of open nature around me my house is like the last one or the only one back here and there's a horse farm next like it's just nature's all around me and um they the crickets are just taking over um, so I, I apologize if you can still hear them. I've tried really, really hard to try to nail every single one um, in the audio itself to try to get rid of, but I'm working on it. Uh, and I hope that doesn't damper your listening experience because Cam is awesome and enough of me babbling on and on and on. Let's get to know a best friend a bit better. Kind of funny is best friends. What that means is we are there for each other. What that means is that you can go to any kind of funny live event. You can go to an RTX. You can go to a PAX. And if you see someone in one of our shirts, you can go up and talk to them. You can go to dinner with them. Kind of 
Cam, thanks for coming on the show. How are yeah. you doing, buddy? Hey, I'm I'm doing doing all right. Doing all right. Just uh yeah. just out here making it happen, you know. Absolutely. That's all we can do. That's right. Um I I think I've interacted with you on Twitter a little bit, Yes. But you came on the trophy room a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago. Yeah. And that was a blast. That was that a was lot awesome. of fun. Um we I did you play cuz that was the week uh, Control came out. Mm-hmm. And so, like, did you end up playing more of it, like, after... I uh, have not been able to put that game down. It is oh, so, right? so good. Oh, my so God. Good. Oh, man. I am I think that might be my favorite game of the year so far. Same. Which I did not expect going into that. Like, I was like, oh, this yeah. will probably be cool. I like, you know, just throwing things at people. Great. No, this, yeah. game, this game rules. It's really I, good. The, the sense of power you feel oh, from man. Jesse just slinging whatever's around. Totally. And just the awful. fact that you just, like, look around and I... I have not felt like it's one of the few games in a long time that I felt like I just want to learn every single little tiny thing that they have. Absolutely. Like, I, oh, hey, I'm going to go look at this random letter this one person, yeah. like, sent over. And I'm like, man, this is fucking cool. I'm into yeah. this, you know? And, and try to link what those letters are talking yeah. about with other things you find. Like, I think I ended the game with, like, over 200 stuff of Intel mm-hmm. and, like, collectibles. And yeah. I know I've missed stuff. Oh, totally, yeah. And it's insane. Like, I just found out afterwards, um, when I was working towards the Platinum, mm-hmm. that I was short ability points for some reason. Oh, wow. Like, yeah. Because, like, I just assumed you finish the missions, you get enough to get mm-hmm. every single unlockable. I think I was 12 short or something like Interesting. that. Interesting. Um, so I found out you can find, like, all these hidden areas in the old house. Oh, yeah, I think I, ability points. I think I found, like, one of those. And I'm there just like, oh, this is really out of the way. Like, yeah. damn. Okay. It's, it's really, really cool. And I found some info on some some puzzles that mm-hmm. are just there. So if you find them, like, it's... Yeah. God, that game's but, good. That game's oh, really so good. good. <laughs> it's so good. And I'm happy that they fixed all the issues. And... Me too. It, it is. There are definitely still issues. I'm still playing yeah. on that base PS4. But it runs so much better, especially after I turned the motion blur and film grain off. Mm, but, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I'm not finished. I haven't, like, finished the main story yet. But I'm really excited to just dig into that over the next few days. Oh, man. It ramps up. Yeah. I, I, I can't wait until you get to that point because I would just want to... I want to talk to you about one specific thing that happens at the end. Mm-hmm. And when it happened, I was like, huh, kind of let down by it. And then 30 seconds later, it's go, oh, oh, it's not over yet. Let's, let's keep yeah. going. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. It, I'm excited. It's really, really awesome. Um, so when you're not playing control, Cam, mm-hmm. or, or not while you're playing control, mm-hmm. where are you playing it? Where are you from? Uh, I live in uh, the Kansas City area. I was about to say Kansas City, but that is not true. I live in the suburbs of Kansas City because okay. people around here get really mad when you say Do you they? live. Oh, yeah. Like, man, it's it's weird. Uh, and I, I, I kind of understand it. And I think some of that might just be people sort of projecting like, oh, well, I'm from around here. I know like. Oh, well, you don't live in Kansas City. You live in Shawnee. Like, okay, oh, cool. Yeah. I'm 15 minutes from downtown. I'm in the Kansas City area. I'm just going to say Kansas City because people outside of Kansas City just do not care. It's probably like when uh, I joke with people who live in Queens and the Bronx. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, you know you guys are actually on Long Island because that's where they are located, mm-hmm. but they're technically part of the city. And I just like to argue with them. Like, no, you're on the island. No, we're not. I don't want to be associated with you. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, you know, it, and, it's and, just a fact. And right. And like, for me, like all of that is just New York City. Like, I just yeah. like, sure, you, that's that's Absolutely. what you are. Yeah, I, yeah. I just, I am 
in the middle of the country, I mm-hmm. could not give any less of a shit. Uh, what uh, I've never been to Kansas City, so what's Kansas City like? Uh, it's a really cool city. Um, mm-hmm. I just moved here maybe like two and a half years ago, close to three years ago now, actually. And it it's it's I really like it because it definitely feels like it, the the way I describe it to people is it's like a a bigger like sort of urban city area ish area but it still has that kind of small town feel like people who live here are really fucking proud to mm-hmm. live in and be from Kansas City and I think that's awesome there's a really cool just very kind of closeness like this almost character to it like uh yeah man it's it, it's something that I do recommend like if anybody has like any interest in really smoked foods or drinking then you yeah. should come to Kansas City because we have those in spades but uh, yeah. it, it's it's just got this really neat it, it's got this really wonderful charm to it that I can't really quite describe very well but mm-hmm. I really 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 like it here and I think that's because so many of the people who live here also really really like it here now this is something I always confuse mm-hmm. Kansas City Missouri so there's both Okay. Which so one there, are you in? So I am on the I'm on a suburb on the Kansas side. So I am okay. as I sort of mentioned earlier, but who cares? Yeah. Uh I am in a suburb. I'm in a, a technically a different city. Uh okay. but I'm like 15 minutes from downtown, you know, sure. whatever. But uh yeah, like there is Kansas City, Kansas and there's Kansas City, Missouri. They're the same city, but like laws apply differently to the Kansas oh. side and laws apply differently to the Missouri side. It's like a weird It's a weird thing. Yeah. Are there are there any things that you can do in one part that you can't do in the other part? Oh, absolutely. Um, <laughs> so in the Kansas side, they are, like, Kansas is historically kind of a bit of a backward state, uh, especially when it comes to booze or, like, alcohol mm-hmm. in general. Uh, so in Missouri, you can just, like, walk into a supermarket or a gas station and just, like, straight up buy liquor. Kansas, you mm. cannot do that. Uh, oh, okay. And, like... In Kansas, the liquor stores close at 8 p.m. on Sundays, and just recently, a law got passed to where, uh, like, supermarkets can sell, like, up to, I think, I don't know what percentage beer, but it used to be just, like, the lowest, like, essentially water stuff that you could yeah. get, or... Yeah. Uh, and now you like can have like Keystone lights. Right, right. And now you can have like snacks for sale in liquor stores because that used to be illegal. Wow. Uh, but yeah, in Missouri, there's like, fuck it, whatever. Just <laughs> do whatever. In Missouri, you can even like, if you are in a car and you are not driving, you can drink whatever. Wow. And seriously, yeah. Like, <laughs> there has been times where <laughs> I have like driven some friends out to go hang out downtown and they're just like in the back just like pre-gaming on the way out to the bar i mean i guess that's time efficient oh totally like yeah. I, we don't want to waste anybody's time here you know no absolutely <laughs> yeah um and you kind of you, you hinted at it earlier um and going back to the whole like arguing where you are in relation i'm sure mm-hmm. that goes with like barbecue like when i think Kansas oh City, boy yeah i think barbecue as like number one and then right below it is like chiefs and royals like sports honestly that's how a lot of people here think too uh (laughs) that's like those are like the big three thing well i don't necessarily know about the royals so much anymore but uh we're we're definitely proud of the chiefs and our barbecue listen you you know (laughs) you beat my mets a couple years ago in the world yeah we we did i'm upset over we did i'm sorry (laughs) 
It's fine. If it helps, I had nothing to do with it. I didn't that's, live here at that fair. point, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, good. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, I, man, the barbecue is real good here. Uh, there, you, you, anybody, anybody who has lived here for a while can easily tell you their favorite. People sure. are like, it's, it's almost weird and kind of clicky, like almost like a mafia family style thing where you're like almost born into like totally your favorite barbecue place. Um, I have it's two like favorites personally. Right, uh, right, steaks. right. It's it's exactly like that. I, I I have two favorites personally because I can't pick and I'm not from here and like honestly sure. it's all good. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, it's it's real good out here. Uh, what what makes uh, Kansas City barbecue like Kansas City as opposed to like Southern barbecue or Memphis or so? Other yeah. Uh, and I might be wrong about this, but this is at least from my perspective what makes it different. Because I've I've been to Memphis and had some st- had some barbecue in Texas as well, and I think that it's kind of more of a focus on there's a lot more sauce, and it's a little bit sweeter and thicker. It's not so much like a tang, or we're not really so much into the dry rub, uh, mm-hmm. but we we do we we fuck with the brown sugar heavy. Gotcha. And it's uh, it's very good. <laughs> so we it's, also, it's, more, it's more of a messy experience. Too. Totally, yeah. And we're also, like, really big into burnt ends. Like, that's the big mm. Kansas City, like, barbecue staple is, like, yeah. you are basic. You basically live or die by your burnt ends here. Mm. Now I'm hungry. Yeah, same, actually. <laughs> <laughs> that, and, and that's, like, I've never had any. I think the only barbecue, and I'm probably going to get yelled at for this. The only barbecue place I've ever, like, sat down to eat. Is a place called Dinosaur Barbecue. I don't know mm-hmm. if you've ever heard of them. Never heard of it. Uh, it might, maybe it's just a New York thing. I'm not sure, but it's kind of like a chain thing. Mm-hmm. It's delicious. Yeah. But it, I, when I think barbecue, I think of like, um, outside sitting on picnic tables and like, right. You you see the smoke when you're driving up. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, yeah. I, I, and I would love some good barbecue. Yeah. There's that. a there's a few places around here that are like kind of like that. Um, mm-hmm. The one one of the ones that's my favorite is a. Uh, Used to be Oklahoma Joe's, and now it's called Kansas City KC Joe's. But uh, it's literally out of a gas station. Like, oh, that's good. It's yeah. fucking cool. And if anybody ever comes to Kansas City, I highly recommend that you go there. The line is always going to be long because it's sure. really good. But it is kind of an experience that I think everybody who at least passes through the city should have. Yeah, I, I and another like thing that tells me it's going to be good. Uh, I talked about this with my guest last week, uh, Prince. Mm-hmm. Um, when you go to a place and it just says cash only and it has an ATM oh, yeah. inside, you know totally. you're getting good stuff. Oh yes. If a place, <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. yeah. If there's a if there's an hour line coming out of that gas station, that's some good ass food. Yeah, you know that people are are, are waiting there for a totally, good reason. totally, absolutely. Um, you mentioned you moved to Kansas City mm-hmm. a couple years ago. Where where did you originally like? Where did you grow up? So I am from a town about two hours south of here uh, called Pittsburgh, Kansas, which I always immediately hear there is a Pittsburgh in Kansas, which there is. uh, And it's without the the H. It's without the H. Yes. Yeah. Uh, That is. Yeah, that's that's where I'm from. I went to college there as well. Shout out to Pitt State. Uh, Yeah, it's a it's a small town. You know, it's about 20,000 ish people. Um, Okay. Not really a ton to kind of write home about. I really sure. genuinely love it there, but I just felt like I needed to move to something bigger. And I mean, Kansas City is right there, so yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, hey, while you're in uh, Kansas City now, what do you mm-hmm. do for a living? 
so I am an IT guy uh, in basically like a like a financial company a little bit south of here. Uh, just that's that's mostly what I do just during the day. It it, it pays the bills. I, I enjoy my work a whole lot. I enjoy the company I work for a whole lot. Um, it, it definitely like keeps me busy and engages my brain in a way that I didn't expect to. It didn't expect whenever I started out doing IT. Um, which mm-hmm. I completely just learned on my own in college. Like I, my degree is in technically graphic design or photography oh, or whatever, okay. but I, fuck, I'm not using that <laughs> shit. Um, <laughs> but yeah, man, uh, I, it's it's really rewarding, and I just love being able to see. Like nobody wants to go to work, and yeah, sure. especially whenever you're having you know issues with computers. It, I I want to, I'm happy to be that person that like takes that little bit of stress away from their day because if you're at work full like entirely you always want it to be like I want this to be as easy as possible and then I just want to go home and as soon as something goes wrong it can ruin your day and if I can just yeah. kind of give a little bit of that happiness back to them then great mm-hmm. that's that's I'm happy to do it yeah it's so funny that uh, again last week with Prince same kind of situation he went to school for graphic design mm-hmm. and, and now he's working at Apple so yeah, like what, great. <laughs> what what made what made you want to learn IT on your own in college So I actually uh got hired on as so I worked two jobs for like my first year of college uh, one of them I was basically a board operator at a local classic country AM radio station which was oh, honestly cool. a blast yeah. Uh, and then they like, sh- like sized down how many people they had there. But at the time I was also working, uh, for our on-campus, like it support help desk. So basically any student could bring their computer in, we would take a look at it. We'd help them with their accounts, their email, all that, all their, all that other bullshit. And I really enjoyed the work I was doing there. And then by the time I graduated, I had been doing that for like four or five years, and then I just applied at a local hospital for a full-time IT job. And they're just like, yeah, man, totally. And I just kept going. That's awesome. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what about, uh, do you still do, like, graphic design stuff? Uh, no, I do no. not. <laughs> yeah, well, I... Why Why'd you pick that in the first place? What man, I would love to have a good answer for you. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's fair. I, I, I think a lot of the reason I stuck around in college as much as I did was I was really, really involved with the music department and specifically oh, the sure. marching band. Oh, cool. uh, and I, I kind of, it, it, became, it kind of got to the point where I felt like I was really just going to school just to stay in band and hang out with my friends, which do not do, by the way, that's yeah. expensive. <laughs> uh, but I had, a, I had an absolute blast doing it. And I, I did awesome. get some stuff out of, uh, out of that degree for sure. Like mm-hmm. uh, working a little bit in like Adobe Audition, which is great for podcasting turns out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, yeah, like some photography stuff here and there, but uh, I haven't really used a ton of sure. that experience. That's okay. Um, so, uh, what, what instrument did you, do you play? So I play trumpet. I haven't in a while. Um, but most of the time that I was doing band stuff in college, I was actually the drum major or like the conductor, all that stuff. Uh, I like went through and like counted all of the years because I did it for like two years in high school and three years in college. And I actually, the years that I spent in marching band, I was actually, like, in front of the band leading it and running it more than nice. I was actually playing my horn, which was really funny. How hard is it to uh, lead a, a drum line, like a marching band type? Um, it is hard. Uh, um, it, 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 it really kind of depends with the approach that you 
have with it. So my approach with something like that was always, hey, I am this person up front. I'm going to have a good time because I want to show everybody else in the band, hey, we're going to have fun here. Like I tried to keep morale up. I tried to be as positive as possible, but I also kind of approached it. And it's also how I just kind of approach any other leadership thing that I have in my life of I don't have a job that is higher than yours. I have a job that is just different than yours. And we're all, yeah, and we're all just out here working to do the same thing together. Like, sure, I am the dude covered in face paint, screaming (laughs) at football players and just out here having a good time. But also when shit has to get done, shit has to get done. But also, like, I'm not going to, like, I may be the person out in front, but I'm going to do everything I can to raise up the people who are in my opinion, working way harder than I was. For sure, yeah. Uh, and so I, I I, think that that was kind of the reason that I was so successful in that role mm-hmm. was just the fact that I didn't really kind of give a shit about being the person that like had all eyes on me because, mm-hmm. I mean, to be honest, I was the dude in front. All eyes were on me. I didn't have to worry about that. But also I just, these people were out here like working incredibly hard and they... Honestly, some of them could have totally been spending their time doing other things that may have been more important to them, but they were here, so I was going to make that just as good of an experience as possible. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, and you did that all four years of college? Uh, I did. Oh, I was in college for five years. Yeah. Oh, okay. um, but, uh, yeah, I, I was drum major for three years, and I played trumpet for two. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you – was it, like, the marching band, like, in between football games and stuff? Yeah, yeah. We, we did football games, and then – uh, just like your typical kind of college marching band stuff. We were really more than anything, kind of like a pep club. Like we were some rowdy sons of bitches, but, uh, <laughs> that's and then, the best though. Oh that, man. That's it was like an one of absolute blast. I, Our, I, that's uh, what I miss from, from college so much is mm-hmm. where I went to, I went to school upstate New York in, uh, SUNY Oswego. Mm-hmm. Um, and hockey is like the thing. And yeah. our hockey team was like the best of the the D3 when I was there. Mm-hmm. I was actually there for the first national championship in school history. Hell yeah. Uh, Hell for, yeah. For hockey. And like being in the crowd, we had our own name. We were the zoo crew because we were animals. Hell we yes. were loud. Hell yeah. Like, oh my God, I miss that. Just screaming and cursing at the other players on the other team. It's so much fun. Like I, I never, I never got like nasty with it. Like, I was yeah. never going to, like, get, like, real mean, but I just really enjoyed just putting all of the energy of everyone into this thing. Absolutely. Like, I'm yeah. kind of a bit of a hype beast, even though I'm a really reserved person. Like, if something Same. just, like, clicks with me, I'm just like, fuck, yes, let's go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. My first year at that band, actually, like, we went to the D2 Football National Championship, and we won, and it mm. was fucking awesome. Yeah, uh, and then after that, like I just kind of carried that enthusiasm through the entire rest of my time there, and it was mm-hmm. just a blast. And I got to run our basketball pet band too, which I kind of had more fun doing because it was like a little bit more controlled, and it mm-hmm. was like just me in charge instead of a team. So I got to like jump around like an idiot on like national television, which was fucking great. That's awesome. It was really good. <laughs> uh, for like. Uh, March Madness stuff or no D one right yeah D two yeah Yeah, we went we went to the Elite Eight tournament a few times and like that's where I was jumping around like an idiot but we kept fucking losing in the first round but Uh, yeah who knows maybe now that I'm not there we'll go farther but whatever yeah that's awesome yeah I I can remember those days being in the crowd at hockey games 
some of my favorite memories. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. And even if you don't like actually care about sports, just something about that energy and the enthusiasm just really yeah. gets you, you know? Part part of that for me is just being a lifelong wrestling fan. Mm-hmm. Like that that's like what wrestling is when you totally. go to a show. You're it's just all spectacle. At these yeah. People. Yeah. And being hype and cheering and Absolutely. hearing the loud ass music and the, the pyro, like it right. gets you hyped. Oh, mm, fuck. oh yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's fantastic. <laughs> um, so while you were at, at college and now, um, mm-hmm. you obviously are a big music fan. Uh, you mm-hmm. play. I assume you you listen to a lot of different stuff. Oh, all the time. Still, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, any any good. Uh, Good music out there you think people should, uh, should um, know about? I mean, the band that I always shout out is the band that I think is the best band in the universe, Streetlight Manifesto. I love them. They're so mm-hmm. good. Um, they're like ska adjacent, I think, is the best way I could describe them. Because okay. depending on who you ask, they are not a ska band. Because they're kind of not. It's like, I, th- I think I got into a discussion with somebody on Twitter about how like they're kind of like 75% punk. And then like the rest <clears throat> is split between like... 15% uh, folk music and like 10% ska or something like that. Okay. That's I think mm-hmm. that's right math. But yeah, man, I the the songwriting uh, of their lead singer has just like really gotten me through some really, really tough times. Uh, I, I've seen them live in a different city every single time I've seen them. Like I flew out to fucking that's Portland, cool. Oregon to see them uh, last mm-hmm. month, which is expensive. Um, yeah. But yeah, man, uh, it's I, I I didn't until I like discovered them in college. Never really had a band that I could consider something that had like such a profound impact on me and sure. would feel comfortable calling my favorite band. But it is mm-hmm. definitely them. They're really good. Everybody should listen to them. That's awesome. Are, are, <laughs> is there any music genre like you don't listen to, or are you kind of like a jack of all trades? When it comes um, to I think I'm mostly a jack of all trades. <laughs> uh, I I find myself as I am listening to more and more music. I like. I don't really kind of care so much about the genre, but more of... Oh, I'm trying to think of the right way to word this. Um, hmm. Like, just, like, certain little things that are done per bands. Like, I like sure. a lot of alternative music, like alt-rock. Uh, so, like... Uh, and when I think of alt-rock, I think of, like, My Chemical Romance, Arctic Monkeys, sure. like, stuff like that. And I like a whole lot of the stuff that they do, but a, some of the other bands that are kind of in that same genre don't really click with me as much and i think it's just because i i like different band styles and i like people doing really cool neat things with the music sure, not to yeah. say the other bands aren't doing that but uh mm-hmm. like my girlfriend for instance listens to a lot of the music that she listens to is very it's a little bit more reserved kind of a little bit more ethereal and like that is not really for me even though some mm-hmm. of those songs are definitely in the same genres that i would listen to that's cool. Yeah, yeah. That that is one of my shortcomings. Is like I love music, mm-hmm. but I, it, besides bands that everybody knows about, it's mm-hmm. hard for me to to find some of these lesser known, yeah, awesome music because I know they're awesome. It just yeah, finding the time to actually like find them. Totally. Know? Yeah, I yeah. I am will pay for Spotify Premium until I die just because I think their music discovery stuff is incredible. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think nowadays, like, I get most of my music from, like, video games. Yeah. Or, oh, or, like, honestly, same. Movies, like, yeah. I, I hear something cool. It's like, oh, I like that a lot. Yeah. Um, like, I've, I've been listening to a whole lot of video game soundtracks lately. Yeah. That's, it's, it's, For sure. Man. 
It's so going good. back to going back to control. There's a song at towards the end that I'm like, yes, mm-hmm. that song's awesome. I'm I am excited to, to hear that. Uh, well, I think you've heard of the ashtray maze portion of the game. Right? I just got to it. Oh, so yeah, I've ooh, heard it is so real good. good. So I'm very excited so for good. that. The the specifically the song in there, I was like, all right, it's a little cheesy, but it just mixed in with the gameplay. It's Great, fantastic. excellent. Yeah, 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 like but like a band that I. I'm like Mr. Late to the game on almost everything. Hey, that's like fine. When it, like when it comes to like uh, like memes on Twitter, mm-hmm. like I will <laughs> months later after certain memes go out, it's like, okay, I'll tweet something about in this way because oh, I good, finally dude. understand it. Um, but like when it comes to music, it'd be like uh, I'd go to my friends like, oh, man, I, I heard this band and I'm sure this might be obscure to a lot of people. But for my friends, they're like. Yeah, uh, Dead Sarah. I love Dead Sarah. Have you heard of them before? And they're like, yeah, dude, where have you been? <laughs> like, I've known about them. I've Ooh, never actually so. heard of them, if that Dead helps. Dead Sarah's so. awesome. I'm a big fan of female-led rock bands. Great. Great. I love awesome. that. So any any band that has a female as the lead, I'm mm-hmm. going to give it a shot. I will, I will, I will send you some recommendations after oh, we're off this call. Please. I got you. Absolutely. I got you. Yeah, yeah. Um, and obviously, you're besides music, you're into into games. Yeah, I mean, um, you could say that. <laughs> yeah. uh, what, what what's your history with games? Like how oh, far back? Oh boy. Um, so the first video game console I ever owned, I remember this memory vividly, um, which kind of says a lot about me. Uh, I remember I was five years old. I think I think it was five. Yeah, uh, and it was Christmas, and my parents got us a PlayStation One, nice. and they got us the shitty 3d port of frogger and they got this bowling game called 10 pin alley which looking back yep. they totally oh only God. got because they wanted to play with their friends which i, I get i, I totally understand that. I yeah see the it's like pink with that. like basically every single bowling person stereotype yep. you could imagine oh yeah mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. game is all right you know <laughs> uh, yeah sure uh but yeah so i uh my parents got me that and it was just kind of i was just mesmerized by that thing um i i had like seen video games before that at like uh, i think some friends of mine had like talked about games at like daycare sure. before that but yeah, yeah. uh just i was exposed to like kind of the big games on the playstation one uh which were kind of the first ones like uh crash bandicoot obviously a lot of people grew up with uh spire of the mm-hmm. dragon like they got me all yep. of those and i played all of those um and they're great uh, my mom bought the uh two disc uh thing of metal gear solid for herself which nice. I just like had a blast reading the strategy guide for yeah. because I love my mom to death, but she's fucking terrible at video games. And I'm pretty sure she got like nowhere in it. So I just like read that. Cause I just like constantly wanted to know what happened. Um, and so like around that time, like a bunch of my friends at school would be getting into video games and we would just be talking about them constantly. I was learning about this crazy new world of games I've never heard of called Nintendo yeah like I, I like my games for me totally started with the they're, playstation yeah they're not disc based they're like these weird carts yeah what like, the fuck is weird. a cartridge right yeah. um and so uh we keep going on and like i, I just keep playing games and i i i i, I want to say that like games kind of raised me but i don't want to mean that in a sort of negative sense like how yeah. my, i don't want to say that my parents abandoned me by any means but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh a lot of my friendships growing up were through games. Like that was the one thing that I had that I was very much into that I could connect with a whole lot of people on. And uh, like going forward and especially whenever I got my Game Boy Color and Pokemon, who boy, Um, 
I that, remember bringing mine on the bus, and and mm-hmm. people were like, "Oh, let me try, let me yeah. try." And oh then man, not getting it back until I got to my stop. Yeah, like, man, it was the, that type of thing. Once they got me on Pokemon, I'm still on that bullshit. Like, this yeah. is what I am 26 now, and mm-hmm. good lord. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah, it's it's uh, it, it really just kind of started around then, and my parents just kind of bought games that they were really good at keeping an eye on like the demo discs I would play and then seeing what games that I was really into. And I got really into the weird niche shit. Like I'm a big armored core fan. Nice. Uh, I'm a big medieval fan. I'm one of like three people looking forward to that fucking remake. I'm excited to try it. Great. Thank you. Um, And like, it was weird. Like medieval is one of the few games that my mom wanted to play too, which was cool. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. Played a lot of... shout out shout out to your mom real quick. Yeah. I'm sorry to cut you off because like that is some that is one of my first memories I remember mm-hmm. is uh, we got our Nintendo from my uncle. They had it at their house, um, and he was just like, you know what, I'm done with it. We never play it. You can mm-hmm. take it home, whatever. We brought it home, and I remember at night I would hear my mom screaming at something. Like she's yelling. She's visibly upset. I was like, oh no. Mm-hmm. Like, my parents never really fought at home. And so I was like, are they fighting? That's weird. I would go downstairs and peek around the corner. And my mom's screaming at Super Mario Bros. She's screaming (laughs) because she can't get past this certain level. And I, to this day, when she brings up, like, oh, I can't believe you're you're 32 now and you still play games. Like, mm-hmm. so childish. Like, yeah, I blame you. Like, seeing your passion <laughs> of, of trying to beat Mario. And she mm-hmm. did finally beat it. And it was such a big day in our house. Like, yeah. I blame you. Like, it's, it's, it's awesome that there's another person whose mom it was was into it and kind of helped you well, on this path. She wasn't really so much into it as she really played games because she yeah. kind of really didn't. Like, I was really the first person in my family that got really into video games oh yeah Um, sure like my mom like Mm -hmm. played like pong and the really early stuff when they came out because that's whenever she was in like whatever schooling she was in because i'm bad at remembering years but uh (laughs) yeah she was they were always like really supportive of the fact that i really enjoyed it and they can tell that i had a genuine interest in it which was awesome Mm um i yeah, I, I, I do very, very much appreciate them just kind of allowing me to, like, cultivate that, you know? Um, yeah, for sure. It was, it was, it was really good. Uh, I don't really know where to keep going on this story, so, oh. you know, I, yeah, <laughs> I could, fair. I could keep talking for, like, an hour and a half, probably. Yeah, uh, well, I, I know, um, because of your love for, for gaming, yeah. um, you just recently started a new podcast, which is really, yes. really cool and a very nice idea. I'm, Thank you. I'm kind of yeah. jealous that I didn't think of it myself. <laughs> you are um, not the only person I've heard that. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, tell everybody what, what's yeah. it all so about. So this is actually my second show that I do. Um, I also oh, have sweet. another. I also have another one yeah. that is it's called Gamer Heroes. It's more of like your typical like topical, not really so much news, but kind of culture ish focus. It's really just mm-hmm. me and a friend of mine here in Kansas City, where we just want to talk about what games we're into and yeah. just stuff like that. But that's fun. Go check that out. Uh, but the new show is called the New Entertainment System Podcast, um, and it's hosted by me and my friend Nate, who is a two-headed giant. If you guys have heard of him, he's great. Mm-hmm. Go check out his stuff. Um, uh, host of KFGD. Yeah, he hosted KFGD twice, yeah. actually, which is cool. That's awesome. Um, he 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 was somebody who was I he he did like a, a big I think a thing with 
Super Deformed Games cast where they had like former and future KFGD hosts on and mm-hmm. they just did this big essentially drunken rant of a podcast but um he didn't have any podcast to plug <clears throat> but he's like really good at talking about games and very smart so i just kept fucking pressuring him like nate let's do a fucking show together yeah. uh and so here we are and the show is basically he put together this robot that is totally 100 percent not a spreadsheet And it essentially has three big columns in it. One is, like, a different IP or game series. Another one is, like, a genre or, like, a developer or, like, a style. And the third one is, like, a weird twist. Mm -hmm. So, and it basically just randomly spits out a game. And then we just kind of pitch it to each other. And that's kind of the show. And so, uh, just looking right now, uh, just at our totally not a spreadsheet it gave me a tony hawk game that's a cooking game but played with the wii balance board which sounds great right <laughs> it sounds awesome it sounds awesome i could so. totally vision uh, envision that right in my mind. right and that's all that show is it and Damn. we're only really doing it because like a we it's really fun and wonderful to have a creative outlet again but yeah we wanted to make something that is not really like topical. Like you can, this is a very bingeable show. We didn't want to make sure. it too long. It's only like 30 to 45 minutes an episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but really we just wanted to hang out with people and goof about video games and yeah. just make friends with people that we have on as guests. <laughs> That's kind yeah. of really like our big end game here is we just are doing this cause it's fun and we just want to make friends. Please be friends with us. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, it it, it kind of reminds me of. Uh, are you familiar with like the Game Informer April Fools? Uh, a little bit, yeah, yeah. So like in the middle of like whatever a- the April edition, they would have a section of Game and Farcer, which is oh yes, like, fake yes, news yeah. stories, <laughs> and they would have reviews for some of these crazy games. And like so, this this whole idea reminds me of that. And just just think of the one you just pulled, the Tony Hawk right. game, which is a cookie game on the Wii Balance board. I can see, I can see it totally. Like oh, yeah. it's it's genius. <laughs> it's absolutely genius. Most of the idea, and honestly, a lot of the work was him. I I, mm-hmm. I can't take full credit for it, but we definitely do both try to put in as much energy as we can into the show, and it is yeah. a genuine blast. It never feels like work, but it is still sure. definitely work. Not to yeah. say we're just out here like burning ourselves dry. Uh, we'll we'll plug it later, but if people want to check it out now, where, where uh, can they find it? So we have a link tree on our Twitter. Uh, mm-hmm. Our Twitter is at the NES Pod. Um, please go follow us. Um, and if you ever have any suggestions for something we could put in the machine, you can just tweet at us and let us know, and we might put it in there. And we do like patch notes at the end of each oh, episode, and like. I usually pick three, uh, three suggestions that we receive, and then we just throw them into the robot, and it just builds up. We're over a million, and I think we're close to a million and a half potential games that it can spit out. That's incredible. That's it's a, a lot. Yeah, that's a real big number. <laughs> it's a really big you, number. You might be the first podcast ever to hit a million episodes. Oh God, that's a lot <laughs> like, of can time. Can you imagine that? Yeah. Good lord. <laughs> Um, and speaking of where people can find things on social media, um, I want to get to know about your Twitter handle, the origin. Um, so yes, uh, yeah, so the, my the my, Camdy man, my right? Twitter handle is the Camdy man. That's T H E K A M D Y M A N. So my name is Cam. It's short for Cameron, and uh, I don't know if you know this, but uh, elementary school kids and middle schoolers are fucking mean. 
They're the worst. They're the worst. Uh, and so growing up, I had like no shortage of people calling me like, oh, camcorder, camera, like all of that stuff. And I was like, pretty just like fucking whatever. Nobody ever, nobody's really funny with this. Yeah. And then exactly. like my first week in college, I met my friend Tom and we were basically at this like uh, rush event for a music fraternity that we both ended up joining. And uh, he, he just like pointed at me and he's just like, Cam. Camdy man and i'm like that's fucking awesome <laughs> so like that's my twitter handle and that's mm-hmm. also my psn name i'm just like yeah sure great let's do it that's awesome yeah and that's like all there is to it uh so yeah, yeah it, i think it's a little fun little neat story yeah uh, i i wish i had a more interesting nickname like that like my nieces call me kai kai yeah all right. i mean it's cute yeah. but like yeah. the candy man's pretty awesome yeah, I'm. I I cannot take credit for that one either. So I, I feel like a lot of the cool things in my life are just me stumbling into them. I'm I'm jealous that you have that as your brand. Like that's a great it's, name uh, for a brand. Thank you. It's uh, yeah. very stupid, but that is very on brand for me. So, <laughs> uh, so uh, at the Camdy Man, uh, it's yes. time of the show where uh, my guest brings on one thing that you feel like the listeners and myself should either read listen to watch or play so what do you got mm, for us boy uh i can't say street light manifesto because i already talked about that <laughs> you get sucks. a two for one this episode yeah <laughs> um hmm i mean i'm gonna go ahead and just talk about uh persona 4 golden here a little bit oh sweet okay because that was i did this like sort of couple tweets thing or whatever you don't have to go back and read it it's fucking bullshit but uh (laughs) that was the first time that i ever really kind of felt this like a big profound emotional experience from a video game and i think that is something that was just very important for me as a person it definitely set me in the path that i am very clearly on now Mm -hmm. um but yeah I, i i to say that that game saved my life is i would say pretty spot on um that game i i played it I want to say 2014, 2013. It's on the Vita. Shout out to the Vita. Pours them out. out. Um, I I, I still think if you have a Vita and you haven't played that game, you're just kind of doing yourself a big disservice. It's like probably, in my opinion, the best game on the Vita. But, you know, if if it's not your thing, that's fine. But So so I'll see myself out. It's on my shame pile. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. That's totally fine. Um, So that was the... That game hit me at a time. It was like... uh, I played it over a summer... In between semesters of college, I had just moved into my first apartment outside of, like, living with family. I was depressed as fuck. Like, it was just really bad. Like, uh, I didn't really feel like I was getting that much money. I was just kind of going to work and then coming home and just not really enjoying my life, you know? Yeah. Um, Kind of went down this really deep, dark, just very bad depressive spiral, which... Did not have a good way out, to say the least, um, but I, I played that game because it was on sale, and a friend of mine was just like, you will fucking love this video game, because I've always been a big fan of JRPGs, and I, I I just like kept like putting it off, I'm like, whatever, I'm really bad at taking recommendations for people, but it was on sale, I saw it, I bought it, and then like for the next 100 hours, give or take, I was just like laying on my couch in my apartment, or like laying in my bed at my apartment, And just, like, playing this game, I was just so transfixed by not just the characters, but, like, how they interacted with 
the people like you as the main character and the other characters in the world everything felt pretty grounded and realized if you don't know it's basically a game where you and a group of high school friends go into this like tv shadow world and fight demons and solve a murder mystery um it's great the music's great music's so good holy shit um but that would that game basically taught me kind of the value of like human relationships if that makes sense not not like in a romantic sense necessarily but like the idea of hey if you put out this effort and like if you reach out to people and you actually spend time with them get to know them and you like it, it straight up if you just reach out to people and just try to make those connections then something is bound yeah. to stick and having that support system even when things are just completely all falling apart in or around you having that yeah. support system is so important to just kind of pull you out of the rubble whenever you most need it and i really did like uh that was the first game that made me cry like a baby by the way like i was uh just so just kind of drawn in and like i don't want to say obsessed because that has like a very negative connotation but like sure. i I, I felt like once the credits rolled, it was like I was being cut off. It was the last time I would ever see like a life, a bunch of lifelong friends that I had sure. made. Yeah. Um, and so, like, no joke. After I've like rolled credits on that, I went over to my friend's house and I'm like, I am borrowing this game, and then like fired up the fighting game, which takes place canonically <laughs> right after it, just because I like had to spend more time with yeah. them. That's it, awesome. it was a really really cool thing, and it really kind of shaped how I. Th- think about games now uh mm-hmm. definitely not only saved my life but changed my life for sure uh just in terms of uh trying to be like that support for whoever that's close to me that needs it and just like yeah. trying to lift up everyone around me as much as i can yeah that's awesome yeah i've i've, I've always wanted to play it it's just that thing we're knowing mm-hmm it's a hundred hours. Oh no, totally! I it's absolutely a, a understand game. that. Like the Persona <laughs> games are fucking long. <laughs> yeah, like I I played five for I mm-hmm. don't know twenty hours, yeah. and I loved it. Yeah, and then just you know things happened. Yeah, and I no, just I kind of fell off. I I never fault anybody for not getting into. That. I don't mm-hmm. fault anybody for not getting into anything, honestly, because it's all sure. subjective. But absolutely, yeah, you know, like. Not everybody has 100 hours to spend on this shit, you know? Like, I platinumed Persona 5 because I was unemployed, but, I mean, I also don't value my free time, you know? (laughs) (laughs) I gotcha. Um, Yeah, it's good to know that the reason why you play games is because you're looking for those connections and you're not just playing... I don't want to say, like, surface-level games. Like, just, just like, high-score stuff. Like... Mm-hmm. You play games like why I play games. I'm there for the stories. And for yeah, the I'm, I'm very much more of an experiential person. Like, I can overlook, like, uh, if you if you get into, like, the nitty-gritty of a lot of, like, game reviews, you get into, like, oh, well, this game has, like, a subpar frame rate, or, like, this one sure. has, like, this, this story doesn't kind of work out. I'm very much somebody who I can, like, see that stuff and acknowledge it, but if I'm, like, drawn into, like, kind of the idea of what they're presenting or just the overall experience as a whole, then yeah. I'm just kind of in you know for sure and like if if you haven't cried at a game yet have you ever gamed <laughs> like is is that is that a thing because like you you crying in persona for golden man it was like ugly crying too it was not oh. good i'm really happy i was like home alone for that because man <laughs> oh well, i was gonna say this kind of like a cliched thing when you think of like emotions and games mm-hmm. but 
when I finished uh, The Walking Dead season one of mm-hmm. Telltale, uh, bawling. Like, yeah. uh, like, like you said, ugly crying. Yep. I w- it was well past midnight because I had to finish the whole episode. Mm-hmm. I couldn't, like, stop. Yeah. And you get to that end decision. And the thing about that game that hits me, I think, a little bit more than I think it would normally is because Clem looks identical to my niece when she was younger. Ooh, yeah. Uh, and, and, and picturing my niece in her shoes in that situation, if that was me broke me. yeah and, and i can so like, imagine so like when game when you can see yourself in games or see people you know in games it is they they are like in my hall of fame and they can't they sometimes they're not the best games mm-hmm. but because of those connections like right. that's why i play and it's it's incredible yeah i know a lot of like a lot of like games definitely are like like you can totally play games like very surface level and like use sure. them for escapism. I think that's awesome, yeah, but it's yeah. it's also really cool that just games can also like they're straight up an art form, and you can sure. kind of dig deep into as deep into those or like critique them as much as like you really feel like you need to. And I think that's yeah. a really cool thing. Absolutely. Like uh, another example last year was Celeste. Right. I don't know if oh you played yeah, Celeste. Celeste is great. But that hit me at just the right time. Oh, me too. I was going yeah. through such anxiety ridden depressive episodes totally just a simple image of a feather and yeah man to breathe with the feather as it goes god that was down. so good i completely forgot about that until right now and i like it, just it got just, chills it, it still it still sticks to me and that's eventually down the road that's going to be a tattoo of mine eventually just the feather love that because like that is so important to me mm. and i hold that game in such high regard and yeah. yes it's difficult as all hell but the the message behind it is so much more important than just platforming. And, totally, and, and yeah, that, yeah. Games are special. Games They're are really, really special. good. Yeah, um, and because we both enjoy games, and because you're here on this show, you obviously love this this whole YouTube channel. Kind of funny. Oh yeah, they're all right. Or, yeah, they're, they're, okay. they're okay, right? Yeah, they're kind of um, funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever. Um, so how how'd you get into it and into them? Like how did oh, you discover? KF? Um, I I uh, hmm, I'm trying to like piece it together. Here. Okay, so sure. it's walk with me here for a little bit. So I I'm here for the ride. So I got into podcasting or like listening to podcasts. The first one I ever listened to is a show called The Comedy Button. Which I don't yeah. know if you're familiar with The Comedy Button. Yep, shows dumb as fuck. I love it. Yes. It's so good. Um, <laughs> I've listened to I think every episode up to like maybe like 2016 and then i just kind of fell off but um i listened to them and then i started listening i was like okay well like i like this whole podcast thing podcasts are kind of cool and so i'm like i like games all right cool let's check out podcast beyond and this was after greg and colin had left this was whenever uh brian and max were still like the focal points of the show and so i listened to them there and then just kind of started searching for like other popular uh video game podcasts and then got to like the giant bomb cast which i still listen to every week and then like uh then just kind of stumbled into kind of funny and i'm like oh okay greg miller i think he's been on like the comedy button once and i know i hear them talk about him a whole lot on beyond and stuff like that and so i just started listening to them and i like didn't really get too much into them for a little Mm -hmm. bit like i my first exposure to them was the games cast um and I, I think at that time, it was just that what I was looking for was more of the comedy button. I wasn't sure. so much looking for 
like deep in-depth discussions about games so much this was also before i played persona 4 so um Mm -hmm. around that time i got to basically just thinking like okay well i want to like dig deep into this stuff a little bit more and then just eventually stumbled onto okay well kind of funny has a youtube channel let's start like checking out some of their stuff and it's like, oh and it was just like a very like kind of slow build i can't yeah. say exactly the moment whenever i knew i'm just like oh these guys are fucking awesome but it definitely happened oh boy um it was back whenever it was it was like towards the end of if you're wanting to put a time frame on it towards the end of whenever it was still called colin and greg live sure and like i was like really on board whenever like the morning show launched and then i've just been like on board ever since Mm -hmm, for sure um when it comes to um their content like the stuff they put out yeah obviously you you mentioned gamescast Mm -hmm. um is that like your favorite thing that they do um i i think i'm more of a kfgd fan um i really really like games daily i think that format's cool i think the Mm -hmm. just the idea of a very easily digestible like daily news show is something that not a lot of people are doing and i think they do it very well Um, i also just love the idea of just them lifting people up to get on the platform like i think that's great i want to be on that show soon um i really really want to um but yeah there's that uh I, I really like a lot of their I I really just like listening to those guys bullshit, you know? Yeah, like I could sure. just listen to them do whatever, like the kind of funny podcast is great. I haven't listened to as much Gog as I've wanted to. Yeah. Um but like KFAF obviously is great. Mm-hmm. Um I really I mean, liked the morning show, but I, I honestly really like everything that they split apart. I like screencast, but the subject matter just doesn't interest me as much, so sure. I don't really watch it. But I mean I I really like kind of a lot of what they're doing over there. Yeah. Uh, going back to the whole uh, how KFGD like raises people up and brings people on to kind of mm-hmm. get different voices and stuff. Um, did you know Nate before he was on? So, this is a good segue because I was trying to figure out how to talk about this because it is cool. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, this past year, uh, so I've only been doing podcasting and like content creation since, no joke, kind of funny day of this year. Uh, like oh, January awesome. 4th, 2019 is the yeah. first time I started doing any of this. Um, I remember going on my lunch break cause they were doing their big announcements and I wanted to mm-hmm. see what was up. I remember screaming in my car whenever they said they were coming to Kansas city. That was fucking awesome. Oh yeah. Um, and then I'm just like, okay, cool. And then I remember watching them record the last GOG where they were getting all like weepy and talking about yeah. how like, Hey, like we were doing this because of like you guys. And it was like, man, I'm like really, really feeling this. I'm like, man, I, it was just like this like weird click moment. I'm just like, I have to like do this and pursue this with like every fiber of my being. For sure. Yeah. No joke. Right after that, the co-host for my other show, uh, Gamer Heroes, he just messaged me like right as soon as I had that moment. And he was just like, hey, do you want to come on the show? And I'm like, yeah, I really do. That's it was amazing. like a weird coincidence. Yeah. But then like leading up to that, I started like trying to hang out in those circles because i'm like well if i want to be there i don't want to be this like random dude who doesn't know anybody i want to like actually sort of know who these people are yeah so i like started talking in chat live more uh uh, still hang out a whole lot in like snowbike mike's chat um really just kind of sort of getting a little bit ingrained in that twitch circle Mm -hmm. then uh kansas city meet and greet happens late march uh that is where i meet nate for the first time Oh, okay. Um, he, uh, we were hanging out at this bar downtown Kansas City, this barcade called Updown. Um, uh, Greg and the rest of the crew were also out there hanging out with all of us. It was just this unofficial community thing. They were just mm-hmm. in town, came out to hang out with us. It was great. 
Um, I kicked the shit out of Tim in Killer Queen. That was cool. Oh, I'd Killer never, great. I'd never played it before that day. So yeah. that was, that was pretty cool. I can't wait for the switch. God, the switch same. Thing. I really like that game a lot. Yeah. Um, but, uh, me being from around here, like I was well, pretty drunk at that point. And, uh, he like walked up to me. He's just like, Hey, I don't live here and we're getting ready to leave. Do you live here? I'm like, yeah, man, I live here. He's like, Hey, you seem pretty cool. Here's all these tokens to this arcade. I'm like, fuck, of course, everybody in Kansas city has billions of these things, but thank you. Uh, and then like the next night for the actual meet and greet, we're just like, we like run into each other again. We didn't really talk a whole lot that weekend, mm-hmm. but there was this really drunk dude that just walked up to him. He's like, Hey, just to do backflip. We're just like, no, no, we're not going to do that. Yeah. Uh, and then after that, we just like started, he just like, I think he followed me on Twitter because he's like, that guy looks familiar. And then we just started talking and I hung out in his Twitch chat and then we became really good friends really fast. And I have known the dude for, I would say less than half, actually less than half a year now. And we already have a show together and that's, that's pretty great. cool. So yeah, that that's, that's one of the things like again this show's all about the community and it's my favorite thing about kind of funny really oh, 100 bring it, bringing us together because i don't know if this is going to go live uh but you know what i'm going to say it now and if it doesn't i'll edit it out so <laughs> um my uh kind of nyc i i help do mm-hmm. stuff with yeah. uh mike and kelsey um and they just recently got engaged and mm-hmm. they've been my friends forever um, for for years since I met them at an event, I think three years ago mm-hmm. now. Um, last night I get a text from them because they just got back from Riot Fest in Chicago where they got they proposed uh, or they they got engaged, and um, I was like, oh no, is something wrong? Like they never really. I'm not a caller. I like yeah. I'll, I'll text. Yeah. you know, podcasting. This is great mm-hmm. um, because I can see your face. Right, like, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's gives me anxiety but that's a whole nother story um they call me and they're like uh we have a question to ask you and i i get nervous it's like oh no I'm, are they kicking me out of kind of nyc am i not pulling my weight oh no <laughs> and they straight up just said uh we want you to marry us oh hell and, yeah dude and i was like uh, first of all like instant tearing up and like yeah oh yeah it's like are you i like first of all i'm honored and to think where I was in high school and in college, like, yes, I love my friends from that time, and I, I still talk to them here and there, but the amount of friendship that I've gotten out of this community is mm-hmm. insane. And yeah. I never thought I would have this this close of friendships with people from around the world. Oh, like, it's, yeah. It's, it's crazy, Not, let alone, like, I'm going to be marrying people. Yeah, like, it's that's really cool. Never, never thought that yeah. would happen. Yeah, man, like, I, uh, I, I have a really, like, this sounds like a real asshole thing to say, but I have a really, like, high bar of who I hang out with and, like, who I associate with. I don't um, think that's an asshole thing to say. I okay, think that's great. just, like, you know what you, you want to sure. hang yeah. out with. Yeah. yeah, and, like, so far, like, 99% of this community has just, like, cleared that fucking bar. Sure. Like, just, I feel, like super honestly proud to associate myself with kind of funny i think that's yeah, awesome like sure. the idea of just we're all in this together let's bring everyone up and don't be an asshole to each other but if you are yeah, then yeah. at least make it kind of funny you know yeah uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah man it's it's really nice and i like you you say you've been like doing this stuff for like three plus years but like yeah, yeah, yeah. man i've been 
I would say, really involved in this community for, like, six months. And yeah. holy yeah. shit, these have, like, easily... This is, like, 100% 2019 has been the best year of my life. Entirely in part because of, like, the love and support and just the, like, strong bonds that I've made in this community. Yeah, for sure. It's really yeah, good. It, it's super special. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I thank you yeah. for creating Kind of Funny, Greg. And, and, yeah. And Nick Thanks, and Greg. Appreciate like, you. Don't know if you ever hear this, but, like... Thanks for uh, quitting your job for us. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Um, yeah, that's that's probably something that didn't really hit you as hard as it hit me, because I, mm-hmm. I, I've... I knew them for a couple of years prior to that. Yeah. Um, obviously, because of Beyond. I was looking for trophy help, and I came across Beyond. Yeah. <laughs> um, and when I saw that video of them quitting IGN with that stark white background, and it just it was Greg and Colin like leaning on each other, mm-hmm. I was like, oh shit, it's over. Like, yeah. oh, where, where am I going to get that fixed? And obviously, I knew they did the other stuff beforehand. Mm-hmm. Before it was kind of funny. But I, I'm just so happy they figured it out. And yeah, they're still going strong, and they're the best. It's the best it's ever been in my. I completely eyes right agree. Now. I completely it's, agree with you. Yeah, every single cylinder is running at full volume, and you can you it. can absolutely tell that every single person there is loving what they're doing, oh, and they're absolutely. just pouring all of themselves into it. Sometimes for not like it doesn't seem great work-life balance but i mean you know yeah for sure they're doing the best that they can and they're doing like what they want i think that's awesome yeah um speaking about what they're doing um they used to be called the game over greggy show yes and that is a topic that i i had on the show uh where my guest brings a topic for us to discuss amongst ourselves now they changed that over to the kind of funny podcast still the great same show Mm -hmm. it's fantastic um, so Cam, I asked you for a topic to bring to the table. Yes. Um, and, uh, I think we kind of worked one out together, which we can be did. A, and I don't remember what the exact wording on it was. So I'm yeah. going to just go to you. <laughs> sure. Um, it was a older game of Greggy show, mm-hmm. um, with, uh, Alexis. I cannot say her last name, so I'm not even going to try it. It's Pence um, now, right though? Is it Alexis it's Pence? It's now Pence. Yeah. yeah. Yes. But before she was Miss Pence, Mrs. Pence, um, losing yeah. my alcohol virginity, mm-hmm. um, which is a, a very interesting story from my point of view. Because yeah. in, in high school, I was the kid who was very against all sorts of drinking. Mm-hmm. Like, how dare you? How right. dare you drink? You're not old enough. How dare you? <laughs> I was, I was um, kind of that, too. Yeah, and I don't know why. I mean, uh, to this day, I'm the only one in my immediate family that drinks. Yeah. The only one. Yeah, it turns um, out drinking's pretty awesome. Yeah, but it, even it, if you don't want to do it, also great, you know. Yeah. Um, so I thought it'd be fun to talk about like what our first experiences with mm-hmm. it was, because I know I, I strictly remember the first time I had any. What about you, Cam? So, um, I I don't want to really go with like the first time I ingested any alcohol into yeah, my body sure. because like that was like oh I probably accidentally like grabbed an open can when I was a child or like oh, yeah. you know like I had like a sip of something when I was in college or whatever but I didn't actually start drinking until I like was like 21 like maybe the day before my 21st birthday mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and my 21st birthday was like the tamest shit you could ever imagine and like <laughs> it, it it feels like kind of very much my brand um but so in college like obviously as we mentioned earlier i was doing a lot of marching band stuff and over the summer uh we got an opportunity to uh i was basically running a charity marching band for this big charity all-star football game that was being played at 
Pittsburgh State that that, uh, mm-hmm. that year. And so, like, I basically spent the week with all these high school kids. I turned 21 the first day of that band camp, which was a really, honestly, cool experience for me. Because I, mm-hmm. that was where I learned to love marching band, was going through that exact same band camp. I did that every year in high school. I've now been on, like, every single side of, like, that performance, which is cool. It's cool. Yeah. Um, but, like, I was just too fucking tired that first day on my birthday to actually really do anything so like i like got home i was like man i'm just exhausted like just dealing with a bunch of high school kids for all day like being outside all day teaching marching stuff and so like we went to applebee's and then i got like some like very fruity summery drink which was delicious i will say like Mm -hmm. fruity drinks delicious yeah um and then i just kind of went home and went to bed and then the end of that week we had a party which i stressed to a whole lot of people this is not me having a 21st birthday party. <laughs> I just wanted to have people over because I yeah. really like having people over. And so I was the 20, I was the 21 year old in the house. Uh, my girlfriend at the time and then our roommate, they were both still 20. Mm-hmm. And so they were just like, all right, here's 80 bucks. Go to the liquor store, get what we want because you can. <laughs> I'm like, fucking of course. So I get there, I get like a six pack of Angry Orchard because I'm just like, I don't like anything other than this. And I It's still, funny you say that because my go-to in college was a woodchuck cider. Oh, that's so good though. It's so yeah, good. It's, it's really good. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm still very much a cider person. I just yeah. do not like beer. But I I got there and this was after, I, th- I, I forgot to mention this quote party that we had was after this big charity football game. I had been working my ass off at this football yeah. game. I was exhausted by the time I got home. And so I I get home with all the booze, set it up for everybody. I have, like, these giant, just, like, big fucking handles of vodka. You know, college party shit. Yeah, absolutely. Sit down, have a drink. People come through. People say hi, happy birthday, whatever. Hey, this is not a birthday party, et cetera, et cetera. We don't care. We're here for your birthday. Yay. Um, <laughs> and then I have two drinks. I am so tired. I just fall asleep on the couch. That's, That's it. That's it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So like the entire night, um, like I guess like wild party shit just like kind of happened around me, okay. but like nobody messed with me, which was kind of nice. That's that is. Uh, and nice, yeah. like a lot of people were just like, man, you just didn't like, you just don't know how to handle your alcohol. And it's like, bitch, I was fucking tired. Like <laughs> I had been working yeah. my ass off for a week. Uh-huh. Shut up, please. And it's yeah. fine. Yeah, that's it. That's yeah. that's my story. <laughs> I spent uh, my so, 21st birthday with a bunch of high schoolers, so. <laughs> uh, I remember uh, freshman year of college, um, I, I went to school, uh, with co- to college with two of my high school friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, very close. We, we lived together sophomore year through senior year at, at college in a suite with three other people. They're all some of the best friends I've ever met. Um, but freshman year, I lived in the freshman dorm. Mm-hmm. which was across all the way across campus from them. It was like a, a 15 minute walk if I were to walk and I walked it all the time. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. I think it was the super bowl that year. Uh, we were w- watching over there and, um, one of my friends got very intoxicated and very drunk. And, uh, I was helping him in his bed cause he, it was that bad. Wow. Nice. <laughs> yeah, It was that bad. And he goes, Kyle, it's it's my, it, like it was just my birthday for my birthday. I just want you to take a sip, just take a sip. <laughs> for me. I know it's not your thing, and you've never had just just do it. And so he pulls out a bottle of Southern Comfort. 
Oh no. Okay. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. Not probably not the <laughs> right one to start with. It's not a good starter. Just, let me let me pour you a shot. It's like fine. I've never done a shot before, so don't laugh at me. <laughs> Whatever. It's for your birthday. Happy birthday. Go to sleep. He gives me the shot, and I could have just not have taken it. Right. right. Just pour it back into the bottle. Whatever. I could have just walked away, and no one would have ever known. Right. But I was actually curious because mm-hmm. I've. It's the first time I've ever been handed any sort of drink in my entire life. Sure, yeah. And so I, 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 I down it. I have it in my mouth, and it's just instant burn. I was like, uh, "Why does yeah. anyone do this?" And then I had to walk <laughs> the whole way back and feeling like I was dying because my whole chest was burning, yeah, and man. I didn't like it at all. Um, fast forward like the next month, he was like, "Yeah, no, you you have to mix it with like soda or something. It's probably better." <laughs> And then, like, I would drink that. Like, that was my go-to before I discovered, like, cider or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And then, like, sophomore year through senior year, we lived in a suite with, with other people. And our we always would have people over drinking. Like, that's kind of what you do in college, really. Totally, yeah. Um, Which is great. It was fun. I, I loved sitting there maybe, like, nursing a beer here and there and mm-hmm. just laughing at people being, making fools of themselves. Sure. Until I got introduced to, like, beer punk. Oh, and, yeah, yeah, and that'll like, do it. And like flip cup, and I'm I'm a competitive person like that. Not like super. I'm not a sore loser by any means, but I just enjoy a good game. Mm-hmm. I, I enjoy a good competition thing. And so, like when we would have flip cup, I would hop up and, and play all night long, and I was real good at it. Like to this day, I think yeah. I could probably Hell yeah. beat anyone at flip cup. Respect. Um, and and like slowly like drinking more and more and more um to the point like where i I had my first like depressive binge Mm -hmm. where like i i had my first girlfriend um i'm a very timid and shy person and so we were like i'm gonna quote dating it wasn't looking back like i was yeah it it was a joke right um i remember leaning in to kiss her and she like turned her face i kissed her on the cheek good night the next day she broke up with me like Ooh, broke my psyche yeah. oh god Just broke it god, instantly man. and i remember that night like really i think i bought a 12 pack i think i drank like 10 of them jesus just, like it was yeah. bad like part where like the whole hugging the toilet like that was what mm-hmm. i was doing i fell asleep in the bathroom it was not fun at all um so that's where i learned the limits i learned my limits mm-hmm. i've never gotten that bad since um but to the point like going fast forward to 21st birthday where other sweets that we've we've made friends with would come over We're like Kyle we know we know you don't like to get super sloppy like we know you're you're the responsible yeah. one here yeah uh that's changing and so that whole <laughs> that whole 21st birthday thing I just remember them force feeding me these awful tasting like dollar shots like little oh bottles. yeah i know exactly just what you're like, talking about sour pucker garbage yeah it's a definitely um, garbage <laughs> oh it was bad but th- that was probably the most fun i've ever had just being in a suite in our living mm-hmm. room playing games just sitting there um i you know like most people on the 21st birthday i did get sick it wasn't fun sure it was probably those little mini bottles of yeah whatever i, I could tell you it is exactly those little mini bottles <laughs> exactly but i distinctly remember in my haze um sitting on the couch and one of our suite mates they went to like niagara falls for his anniversary with his girlfriend mm-hmm. and i remember sitting there i was like you know what we should we should call him we should call him it's like two in the morning 
Um, and we sat there, and I sat on the phone, and I left him a 32-minute voicemail. Good lord, dude. Of, like, yeah, it was... <laughs> and we, what the voicemail was, we were just sitting there watching, like, an old... I don't remember the show exactly, but we were just commentating on the show. Great. Just like, yeah. Hey, hey, Dick, like, you know, so-and-so did this. Like, isn't that I mean, funny? I mean, that's what you do when you're that drunk, I guess. Yeah, 32 <laughs> minutes. And then when he gets back, uh, like, two days later... He walks in and it's like, I'm so sorry for the voicemail. And he goes, what voicemail? And it, <laughs> find out, like, the voicemail shut off after, like, a minute. Great. And I just didn't hear it. And we just kept going <laughs> for 30 minutes. Oh, that's minutes. fucking awesome. Yeah. And it's, uh, I'm not going to say I miss all that craziness because I obviously can't do that now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the whole driving thing. Like, yeah. don't drink and drive yeah. at all. Um, man, uh, so like the summer before I moved here, which was 2017, 2017. Yeah. Mm. Like, so, uh, I was like coming off of just a really, really bad breakup, which was like kind of the reason I moved up here. Um, but I, I, I had realized, I realized at that point, like we had been together for eight years up to that point. So like all of college, most of high school, like I, I did not have an opportunity to just, like, go out and just get fucking destroyed. Yeah. And yeah. I sure took a couple of those opportunities. Um, so there was one time where I came up to Kansas City to hang out with a friend of mine for Cinco de Mayo. I forgot it was Cinco de Mayo until I got there. And then I realized, like, honestly, looking back, every single time I have ever blacked out, this friend of mine has been involved. And he's mm. been kind of responsible. He's that friend. Yeah. I, I I have one of those friends yeah. too. From He's a wonderful yeah. dude. I love yeah. him to death. Oh, but absolutely. good lord. Uh, yeah. So like yeah, like uh, he basically fed me like two margaritas, and then fed me some very wonderful fajitas, and then fed me some like Tom Collins because I really really like gin. Gin is very good. Uh, and then we ha- we ha- I used to make uh, gin bins. Yeah. In college. Yeah. Hell yeah. And not my thing, but that yeah. would be a regular thing in our Hell yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, uh, I remember one of those gin drinks, and I remember blacking out at like 10 o'clock, and then I woke up at like, I like came to like two hours later because I was throwing up all over his carpet, and mm. it was, it was, it was a time, and then fast forward a couple of months later, a bunch of us went out for the 4th of July to uh, Lake of the Ozarks out here in, like, the center of Missouri, roughly. Yeah. And we were playing Drunk Mario Kart, which I have vowed to never play again. Um, So I... (laughs) We were playing the one where you have to finish your drink by the end of the race, but you can't drink and drive because that's illegal, you know? Absolutely. Uh, And so the only thing that I had that I could drink were like the glass tall bottles of Angry Orchard. So I had to finish those like a race. And then I finished the first race and then I realized, oh, this motherfucker set it on cup instead of single race. So it was four races and I lost every single one of them. So not only did I slam four like super sugary ciders, but I had to take the quote punishment shot, which was a triple shot of just straight gin. Oh boy. It was bad. Yeah. yeah, Oh man. I, Oh boy. I, yeah. (laughs) That, that, that reminds me of, uh, before, like, I, I knew what I drink and what I drink now is, like, I'll have bourbon mm-hmm. and uh, I stri- mainly stri- stick to, like, beer. That's, mm-hmm. like, my thing. Yeah. Um, but I remember in that between time, like, when you're trying to find your drink, like, what you like. Right. Um, 
my friend uh, would make me like the very sugary stuff, like uh, fuzzy navels and, yeah. and, and mm-hmm. things like that. And one of those nights, she just kept giving them to me. I had like seven. I just remember my stomach hurting so much. Didn't get yeah. sick, right? But like the pain. It's, from it's the all sugar. like the sugar, yeah. Oh, it was so bad. And, and like, ne- oh. and like, funnily enough, I still just drink ciders and gin and tonics. That's like basically <laughs> all I drink. So yeah. <laughs> obviously, I haven't changed. Like, it didn't. It didn't spit me off of it so bad. But maybe yeah. I was just too fucked up to realize what I was drinking, which is entirely sure. possible. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, the moral of the story is uh, be responsible. Yeah, yeah, do that. Do that. And honestly, if you don't uh, yeah. drink, that's probably better. Yeah, for sure. There, there is no shame for me if we are at, a, like, a future meetup and yeah. you say, oh, I don't drink. Yeah, great. That's sure. fine. Do you know what's great? Water. Honestly. Water is delicious. Water is great. Hydrate or yeah. dehydrate. Absolutely. You got you to gotta have an alcoholic drink and then follow it up with a glass of water. That's right. That, that, that's the go-to. It'll save your life. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> that was great. I, I, yeah, I don't think I've ever told those stories. Um, yeah. Uh, now we're on to the, the question where um, every episode I tweet out who my guest is, and it's up to you to send in some questions. Great. Uh, for you, Cam, we have one question for you. Perfect. Uh, from John Patrick Hale. Hell yeah, my boy. Uh, he goes, hell yes. What's the origin of his infatuation with Ska? That's a story he would love to hear. Yeah. You're a so Ska boy, huh? I really like Ska music. I've actually had a lot of conversations with John on Twitter about just how oh. much Ska music fucking rules. Uh, I, I don't I have the hmm. Real Big Fish live album. It's a really good live album. And like I would listen to that driving up to college. Like, it's it's really a good. really good live album. They're yeah. a good band. Uh, my favorite stuff of theirs is just, like their sad Mopey album for some reason. Like it's okay. real good. But uh yeah, I don't know. Uh, probably Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, like everybody else my age. Uh, that or like the Digimon movie. <laughs> you know, uh, I don't remember that movie. It had a lot of. Ska it had in a it. lot. Of, it had a lot of ska in it. Um, nice. I don't. Huh. I don't. I can't really trace it back to like a single point. It might as well just be the Tony Hawk's Pro Skater soundtracks. Yeah. Um, that was kind of like my first exposure to like punk because my 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 my, my uh, parents. Uh, don't listen to really any punk rock which is totally fine like it's not so much their thing they're yeah uh definitely my mom was like a dj at a rock station in the 80s and like her music taste is very much kind of inspired by that and like a lot of like weird like progressive ethereal hippie bullshit which is great i love it but it's Mm -hmm. like it's just not punk rock you know uh, so I, yeah, I, I'm going to say that, uh, my cousin also listened to a whole lot of it and like shared that with me too, but it's eh, probably Tony Hawk. That's awesome. Which is kind of an easy answer, but I mean, it's the answer. Yeah. So, <laughs> but yeah, those games are that those soundtracks are top notch. Yeah. Like games. one of my favorite tweets I've seen going around recently was just music was invented whenever those games came out. Absolutely. Um, yeah, it's like when it comes to my parents like my musical taste my my mom mom more so than dad mm-hmm. uh was a big like guns and roses fan yeah like that kind of music so that's why like my favorite song of all time is sweet child of mine it's a good song it's like yeah she would just hand me the cassette player and, mm-hmm. the, and i would just put that on and listen to hell the yeah whole album on repeat so hell yeah uh, i actually more than i'm thinking about it i think being in band in high school also helped because i was a trumpet player and i'm like mm-hmm. oh these people are doing cool music with a trumpet instead of like yeah. classical music that i don't really want to play that much mm-hmm. um but yeah I, I think a lot of that happened too and then just like finding 
Like, I think I got really into, like, the Mad Caddies, and then just kind of, oh, well, these guys sound kind of similar, and then, like, I just had Pandora on for, like, Mad Caddies Radio, and then that's where I discovered the true love of my life, Streetlight Manifesto. I love them so much. They're so good. Please listen to them. I love just you. I've never heard of that band before, and they're just so got good. Me thinking, mm. Just got me thinking. Like Scott bands really have some of the best names. Oh god, that name rules, right? It's so good. Yeah. Oh like man. Real big fish. Yeah. Uh, Mighty mighty Boston. Yeah. Which uh, really I got good. to see that. I got to see the Boston's like the like right after I moved here. They were playing like half an hour away for like five fucking dollars. It was awesome. Whoa, yeah, it was so crazy. cool. <laughs> uh, you know. Side note. Um, Last year at prom, Smash Smash Mouth played. Which yeah, insane. Still, God, I bet. Um, yeah, in what was it? White Plains, New York, which is I think is right outside the city. Uh, Mike, who I do kind of NYC with and stuff, um, he said they were playing there. For, it was like five dollars to go see Smash. Yeah, Mouth. totally. It's like, yeah, of course I'm gonna go see. Smash God, Mouth yeah, absolutely. $5. Like, God, I'd, I not? I'd go see him for like thirty, honestly. Smash Mouth is a band that gets too much hate, and I don't understand it. Their first two albums are fucking awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, just thinking about how important some of those songs were when right. you were a kid. Totally. Yeah. yeah. All right, that was great. Uh, we got one more section, and then All right. uh, we're going to end the episode, Cam. Sounds good. Um, do you know a, a fellow by the name of Josh Makuga? I do. Hmm. Well, you're about to enter the Makuga zone. Oh, great. That uh, sounds is... like a disease. <laughs> it does. <laughs> um, basically, I ripped this. I stole this straight from you, Josh. I'm sorry. Uh, he does a show on YouTube, the Josh Makuga show, where he has guests on. Nick Scarpino was a guest. It was fantastic. Uh, he basically puts three minutes on the clock, and he asks rapid-fire questions. The okay. first thing that pops in your head is what you say. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> Are you ready? Sure. Uh, and, like... They're not, like, super intense questions. Cool. I literally got this from Elfster.com. So Great. It's, it's fine. Uh, here we go. Uh, favorite holiday? Uh, oh, Christmas. Uh, fill in the blank. Taylor Swift is? Fine. Uh, at what age do you want to retire? Oh, boy. Uh, 65. Uh, my favorite question. Is it wrong for a vegetarian to eat animal crackers? Uh, no. <laughs> uh ariel or jasmine um hmm, ariel uh favorite junk food oh boy um uh pizza uh place you most want to travel japan last halloween costume oh boy um i don't actually remember i'm sorry <laughs> oh that's fine um name a primate besides monkeys and apes uh chimpanzee i think that's right i don't even know great Uh, sure (laughs) it's late uh if voldemort offered you a hug would you accept uh no is double dipping at a party ever acceptable it depends on how drunk people are (laughs) uh sourdough or wheat sourdough would you rather cuddle with a baby panda or a baby penguin panda uh can you touch your toes without bending your knees absolutely not (laughs) have you ever tasted soap yes uh if you were given an all-expense paid trip to cleveland would you take it yeah sure why not absolutely why not um do you currently own any stuffed animals uh yes how many uh two nice 
I ha- I think I have like three. Yeah. Um, giving presents or getting presents? I really like giving presents. Same. Like a whole lot. Yeah, it's good. Um, tapas or pasta? Uh, tacos or pasta, is that what you said? Uh, tapas. Tapas, uh, yeah. pasta. Uh, what's your favorite carnival food? Uh, deep fried Oreos. Good choice. It's so good. Climb a mountain or jump from a plane? Uh, climb a, mm, climb a mountain. Uh, if you were really hungry, would you eat a bug? Yeah. Uh, 30 seconds. When people stand up for a standing ovation, are you usually one of the earlier people to stand up or one of the later ones? Depends, but usually later. Um, are dogs people? It's a weird question. No. <laughs> uh, I, I'm going real deep on these. It's I haven't okay. asked any of these. Uh, what sound does a seal make? Arf. If there's a spider in your house, do you kill it or set it free? Uh, Kill it. Yeah. Um, what's something you could eat for a week straight? Uh, ooh, pasta. And I shouldn't, can, but I do. <laughs> and something as a ska fan, polka dots, polka dots or stripes? Stripes. Good answer. Yeah. All right, Cam, that's it. Thank you so yeah. much for coming on. This Thank you so much for having me, and this was a lot of fun. Yeah, for sure. Uh, if people were to want to follow you on the interwebs, where would they find you and everything that you do? Well, you would go to this little website known as uh, twitter.com. I think it's a little bird, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, my I am at the Camdyman, T-H-E-K-A-M-D-Y-M-A-N. Uh, I also dabble in some Twitch streaming here and there, twitch.tv slash camkonik. Uh, that's K-A-M-K-O-N-E-K. Um, I have a pinned tweet linking to all of my shows and stuff that I do on my personal Twitter, but you can find Gamer Heroes at Gamer Heroes Pod, and you can find the new Entertainment System podcast at the NES Pod. That's awesome. Um, you can find me over on the Twitters at WhoDatNinja73. You can find this show, obviously, at BFS Talk Funny on Twitter and wherever you listen to podcast services. If you're listening to this and you're a best friend and want to be on the show, hit me up, send me a message. I would love to have you on. Um, and if you are, uh, if you know about kind of NYC and what we do there, uh, kind of NYC.com, if you're in the New York area, we have a whole bunch of upcoming community events, including every day of New York comic con covered as far as like best friends getting together, including like karaoke. I think we're going to all go see the Joker, which I'm super. Hell yeah. About. That sounds awesome. Um, I think there's a pizza festival that we fucking what that. Yeah, man. God, it's that sounds fucking awesome. Intense. There's like, there's like a. Sorry to interrupt your plugs no, here, go. but yeah. there's like a mac and cheese festival coming to Kansas oh, City, geez. but it's like seventy dollars a ticket. Oh no, thank you. And I'm like, I'm, I got a dollar yeah. box of craft at home, man. Yeah. Like, I'm good. Uh, the pizza, pizza festival sounds like a lot of fun, but I think it's like twenty five dollars, but you only get two slices. Oh fuck that, no. Yeah, that's like so, worse than concession stand prices. You don't have to pay to go; like, you could just walk around. Which I think we might do, mm-hmm. um, but just I th- I know smelling it is how oh, I'm going to yeah. regret it. That's it's how they get you, bad. man. Yeah, um, but if you want to listen to me, Mike, and Kelsey talk about the nerdy things we love, uh, that is the Dollar Slice Podcast on Twitter at Dollar Slice Pod and wherever you listen to podcast services. Uh, once again, Cam, this was fantastic. Thank you for recording with me super late. I yeah, man, that. no worries. I I've uh, had a blast. Yeah, and uh, remember, best friends, be kinda to one another. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.